This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Monday's a pain in the butt, and I cannot lie. Eight hours from nine to five. And when I'm parking in my itty bitty space, gotta run into my office place and start working. I'm certain with that new secretary, I'll be flirting. And as if Mondays weren't rough enough, my boss only makes it tougher. Oh man, if my stuff ain't finished, I'll be one very sorry ass sucker. So, folks. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get a big black coffee to go. Yeah. Grab a breakfast snack and face the fact that today that's hard to hack. Monday is back. Very mysterious. I'm gonna bring that down. And then that spicy meatball. Yeah. So last week we had this story of like 500 pounds of wild pasta. Uh, there was a bunch of pasta dumped near a brook in New Jersey, middle of the woods. Well. We have solved the mystery of where the pasta came from. Now, we had theories that it was like a catering event that got canceled, like a wedding got canceled or whatever. Uh, but nope, that's not it. PC2. Turns out uh, some dude was cleaning out his ma's house, and she had a bunch of pasta, and, well, here's the neighbor. Walked through the woods. Uh, I was just going through the trail, seeing about, about just a pile of pasta. I mean, I really feel like he was just trying to clean out his parents' house, and they were probably just stocked up from COVID. They were just probably the generation. Like, my grandparents always had a cupboard full of cans and pasta, and, you know, just to be safe. So, for some reason, he left the pasta raw out, and it got soft because of the rain. Weird. But that is weird, isn't it? Who just takes pasta raw or no and dumps it? Why wouldn't you Let me tell you something. donate it or compose it? Let me or... tell you something. Biatch, is that your name? Biatch. Oh. You ask a lot of effing questions, it's going to get you hurt about mm. the pasta. You know, when I told Jimmy the ice pick, I said I want a little pasta. He, did, he, he misread the directions. It's hard to gauge. He, most grown men. See, they don't know how much pasta they actually put in the pot to make a pasta for two. <laughs> they overdo it. That's what most guys, they put more in than they damn need. And they throw it away. Uh, so I said, uh, ice pick. That's good pasta. Could have taken it down to the homeless shelter. But you, you crazy broad, you keep asking too many questions. You can't just dump a bunch of pasta, brah. Now, how did it go now? He, why'd he cook it? I he it. didn't cook it. Oh. He left it out there. Oh, and it just exploded. Uh, just exp- yeah, and okay. I guess the rain soaked into it. Heavy rains over the weekend came, making <laughs> the mounds of pasta look like they've been cooked before being dumped in what? the Middlesex County town. Why not just find a dumpster? I don't know. Yeah, garbage. The oodles of noodles came from a nearby home that's up for sale. So he just found the stockpile of food and took it to the creek? Wow, that could have fed lunch at a school for a week. I don't I uh, Very weird. Yeah, why the woods? I just I don't get it. And because he, well, I thought uh, the animals are so like a raccoon is not going to be too picky, and uh, you know, chow down probably gets sick. Too much of one thing. I don't know. Yeah, very strange. Yeah, I'm. Even though we have an answer, I'm like more confused now. I'm I'm, I'm not happy with the whole situation. No, and like pasta doesn't really expire, so you could have donated right. it. it. It stick around forever. Yeah. Maybe he hates carbs. One 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 of those uh, contractor heavy duty triple ply trash bags would have done it. You know. Yeah, and then he, go to the go to the dump. 
The township's public works department cleaned it up and hauled it away. So that costs money. <laughs> okay. Strange, eh? That's very strange. I don't know. Go to the food bank. Yeah. What a waste. I, like, if you told me I had to get rid of a whole bunch of pasta, dumping it by a creek would be, like, the last right. thing I would do. I mean, you, you hide your porn mags in the woods. You don't dump your pasta in the woods. That's where we did it when we were just kids. Yeah, I, I have, I'm, I'm out of words. I'm really annoyed with this whole story. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I respect the pasta. Hey, man, if everyone else there is moving on, I guess I will move on, too. Son of Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Welcome to the third race at the honeymoon is over now. There we go. They're at the gate. And they're off. Jumping out in the lead is Romance and Affection with Domestic Bliss in close behind. It's Romance and Affection and Domestic Bliss. Here comes Marriage Vows followed by Immediate Child. Romance and Affection falling off quickly. Mortgaged up the ass overtaking Domestic Bliss. And here comes Nasty Attitude followed by More Children and Drinking Heavily. Coming down the backstretch, Drinking Heavily moving out in front of Mortgaged up the ass. But coming on strong on the outside is Credit in Shambles. It's Credit in Shambles, followed by I Don't Give a Nasty Attitude, and Up Yours Keith. Up Yours Keith, challenging for a second, going into the clubhouse turn. Passing on the rail is I Don't Give a taking the lead. Followed by the house. You cook like and I your brother. Here they come, spinning out of the turn. I Don't Give a still in front. Up Yours Keith, challenging for the lead. Up Yours Keith, and I Don't Give a neck and neck. And down the stretch they come. Up Yours Keith is pulling away from I Don't Give a by a length. Coming on strong is I am out of here and passing the pack is the f-ing house. And at the wire, it's up yours. Keep the f-ing house. I don't give a sh- and I am out of here. <laughs> up yours, Keith, making a strong showing. Uh, all the horses died uh, before the race at Kentucky Derby. Uh, nothing they just sus- lined him up and shot him. Nothing suspicious at all here, uh, but they all died. Jesus Christ, people. Uh, two more horses died Saturday. Churchill Downs, the sixth and seventh horse to die leading up to the Kentucky Derby. Mm. What the hell was going on down there, buddy? I have no idea. I haven't seen anything like this. It got quiet. Was it uh, California, Santa, Santa Anita? Anita yeah. like, like 50 horses died in a year. Yeah, uh, out there because they found the syringes with that that guy, he, that trainer. He had all the syringes. They're all loaded up with mm. painkillers and sedatives and Lasix, testosterone, and and all that stimulants. God, Jim Morrison didn't put this much crap in his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chloe's dream was the first horse euthanized Saturday. Vanned off following race two. <laughs> Which was on the dirt track due to a right front knee injury. They're so young. They're so young, and they ran so hard. They're, they're colts. And they, I mean, yeah, their growth plates aren't even finished growing. Uh, freezing point was later euthanized after an ankle injury. Vanned away. Right. Jackie Corey Lannery was rounding the first turn when Chloe's dream pulled up. The gelding went wrong after leaving the first turn, pulled up, vanned off. V-A-N-N-E-D. Yeah, then when they take him in the van... The death comes after five horses died in six days around the hollowed ground. One in the paddock, one during a race, two after turf races, one in the morning training on the dirt track. Two of those were sudden deaths of horses owned by the same trainer, Safi Joseph Jr. Mm-hmm. Saturday, 31 horses scratched from races track, including Forte, Kentucky to read three to one favor. 
Yep, they and then they mess up their feet right away. They they right. trim their feet so bad. Like I've had so Einstein's been off track for three or four years now. Mm-hmm. Three. Your horse. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> he his feet still aren't right. We're working on growing his heels. Oh, up. they call it really? underrun heels. Yeah, really? and it just it takes so long to get their feet back to normal because they trim them so they have no heel. It's crazy. And they, they start chewing them from the time they're wee, mm-hmm. little baby. And so their feet never get a chance to grow. I mean, they're just set up to fail. It just sucks. And then the way they're discarded afterwards. I know they show these videos of these stud farms with rolling green hills. <laughs> right, right. But the amount of horses that actually make right. it there is so right. small. It's sad. Yeah, they run them. Uh, what are they? Two or three? Yeah, they're they're colts. Yeah, they're 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 kids. And I don't th- I don't I, I don't know I don't think you even start a horse with a saddle until they're what? You can start throwing one on them when they're two, but you yeah. really only want to like when they're three. Hop on their back for 10, 15 minutes right. and set them free. Dude. Right, right. And then these dudes are just pumped full of. I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, they ought to give the uh, the uh, jockey a can of nar- a Narcan just in case something goes wrong. Right. And just get him in that ham hock there. So some will race as young as one year and nine months. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just, it sucks. Yeah. And then the whipping. I, I don't know. The more I watch it, the more I, I, I kind of hate it. I yeah. kind of hate everything about it. I, I, I don't, I kind of hate to sound like a pussy. No, you don't. But being a horse owner, I mean, uh, they're they're pretty sensitive animals if you've ever been around them. I think the tide is turning as people get more information about it and as you start to see the dirty underbelly of it. And it ain't just how they treat the animals either. Right. Well, they're Some more of like, them workers are not treated I, right either. I, I don't think they live that that horse leisurely life that a horse. They're tools. Oh, yeah. They're kept in a stall 23 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, most of the racehorses that we get off track, they'll have vices, bad problems, because they're bored being in a stall 23 hours a day because that's not what horses right. need to do. But they want them hot. So they want them all amped up when they get them out of the stall. They want so them they hot. Run, yeah. That's, yeah, right. So they run faster. But, like, Einstein bangs his head. He bangs his head up and down, and it's a, like, soothing thing for I, them. I think the ground... Uh, groundhog races. That would be <clears throat> so incredible. Rewind that. Take two. The uh, Greyhound. Chucky the fat groundhog coming around, spinning out of the corner. Just We have him all drugged up. He's halfway through the race. We're 34 minutes into the race. Here he comes, spinning out of the corner. Yeah. All right. I think they, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they put down most of the Greyhounds that don't get adopted. Uh, yeah, well I, yeah, I don't know much about that, but yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, they use them as tools. But they slaughter the horses that uh, generally don't make it to racehorses. It's it's a it's a really dark uh, sport. Yeah. When you start banging around, looking around under the covers. Well, yeah, and then especially like when you get to know how complex horses are. And how, I don't know, whatever. There's a spiritual thing that happens there, and they're just not viewed at the same level. And yeah. It just sucks. It just, they're overbred. And then if you want to get real mad about it, look up um, the, the nursing mayors. They'll breed mayors 
Uh, so, like, when you breed a thoroughbred, it has to be a live mm-hmm. breed. So the stallion has to be there, right, in order for it to be registered thoroughbred. So they, in order to keep them horses breeding, they will uh, let her pump out the foal and then they give that to a nurse mayor right. who they bred with a junk, quote-unquote, baby. And that junk baby is now orphaned. So that the racehorse thoroughbred can nurse and they can rebreed back. God, I didn't think this could get any more depressing. It's bad. Thank you. Yeah. I don't, why is it so hard to pass a law where you can't race a horse until it's five? Why is that so hard? I don't know. Just totally unregulated. Mm-hmm. Well, look like the circus. I mean, here we here you go. Here you go. There's somebody I've never seen in the building before. Great. <laughs> I wonder if they work here. <laughs> Who are these people in our building? I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, why is that why, like the circus? I mean, right. look how long that took. The Sea Worlds, the circuses, the the the, the bull uh, uh, races are be, are coming under the gun a yeah. little bit more. But yeah. uh, this is just, God. I don't people. It's it's the hats. It's the party. It's the people don't want to end it. Yeah. And, uh, it's too much. Too much fun. People got to gamble, man. I guess. Yeah. They, I mean, the consumers are what controls it. So yeah, we need to stop consuming it. Exactly <laughs> true. Yeah. I just wish they could. Uh... So so yeah, maybe you get a. Why would it? Hurt, what would it hurt to have a horse at five years old? So so it's five seconds slower, maybe. So what? I would assume you're all on the same page because they're not making any money those first mm-hmm. five years. They're right. just well, you just change your, it, but right. they're all about money. They want money. Yeah, it all looks very abusive uh, once you start scratching under the surface. It's right. it sucks. I know they pass it off as pageantry and all that stuff, but it's like it's almost like the royal family. Like those kids, they get whipped. When they're not out on the deck waving at everybody after right. the coronation, Harry and they got they took him out back, whipped him. Pick a switch, boy. <laughs> uh, hi, how's it going? Oh, we gotta hang these gamblers by their britches. Oh, the gamblers, yeah, part of the problem. I don't bet on horses though. Hi, how's it going? Holy Depression Monday! It's bad enough. It's raining. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell us is Randy Hawk's going to come out of his little little station office with easy listening shorts. Yes. It's Yacht Jesus Rock. Christ, Yacht man. Rock Monday. All day. Uh, All right, man. Thank you. No, I'm sorry about that. I just wish they would, uh, that I wish they would outlaw. I just, or, or improve. Yeah, and there's and it, a It few... seems like it wouldn't be that hard to approve. Everybody would be on the same page. You, you'd have a better look at the sport. It, or, or just people don't care. And there's trainers out there that do value their horses. There's a trainer that we work with that, I mean, there's none of her horses end up in the slaughter pipeline. She's, I mean, she's kept orphaned horses. She's done all the things. But she's actually looking at getting out of it because it, she's one of the few that yeah. has integrity and cares about the animals. And it's just hard. When you care, it's hard. It's, it's, uh, it's too bad they can't recover from those leg injuries. Mm-hmm. And I know it's too much weight, and you can't, the cast would be enormous and, and all of that, and they have to move to digest. And I, I get all of that stuff. It's just amazing. You can do it to a dog. Right. But we can't find a way to put the horse back together. Right. You know, that's mm-hmm. a shame. That sucks. 
Man, doesn't morning radio suck when you've got two freaking horse owners on on the air crying all morning? That's right. I'm going to go ahead and yuck your Kentucky Derby yum. (laughs) (laughs) Here's how awful it is. So depressing. I did, though. The one thing of joy I had about the Kentucky Derby was remembering our trip to Denver when we were there on Derby weekend. There was a bright spot. There was a bright spot. (laughs) You have never seen bitches that drunk in your entire life. Amateur hour, dude. I couldn't believe it. It was a train wreck. We walked them in. We watched them walk into that uh, whatever, that art museum, wherever they want to watch it. Fancy elegant so classy so classy so in love so ex- put together outfits so expensive clean <laughs> and when they walked out of that thing I, I you know what i felt like i was watching uh what's his name that poisoned all those people down in <laughs> <Yeah>. Guyana? <laughs> oh god <laughs> jonestown jonestown i'm like jesus these people are dying in front of me like have another mint julep, you moron. Oh my, uh, crying, <laughs> so carrying shoes, walking barefoot, <laughs> no hat to be found. It right. was just one after the other. Yeah. I couldn't, I've never seen anything yeah. like it. It was like a mass casualty event. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. I know. I've never seen that many people not be able to handle a mint julep, of all things. <laughs> Who knew? Did you forget to put the mint or the the the, the mix in? Right. <laughs> what are you doing? Is all julep? What's happening? Oh, yeah, that was a uh, bright spot. God, it made me feel like not an alcoholic for once in my life. I'm like, I really have it together, man. Right. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Watch the old Hawaiian Five-O. I have no idea with- what it even is. I'm so sorry, dude. It's uh, old. He was a detective. Mm. Steve McGarrett. Good old Dick. Jack Lord. Ah. And uh, who's his uh, little buddy, Chin Hugh or something like that? We used to watch that as kids. Um, Jack Lord was great. He was in the first James Bond movie with uh, Sean Connery. Nice. Dr. No, he was the first. Would he have been Alex Leiter, I believe? Jack Lord, the man, yeah, the myth, sure, the legend. Okay, but then he uh, sprained his ankle once jogging. We had to put him down. Oh wow! So. We brought the van out. Brought the van out. Uh, PC two. Yes. A tourist in Hawaii followed her GPS's direction right into the ocean on oh. Saturday. Ooh. Yeah, it happened on a boat ramp. How do you not notice the ocean? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty thick myself, but uh, I've never driven into the ocean when I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. A bunch of guys had to jump in and save her before her minivan completely sank. Can we take her driver's license? Uh, can we you put her down? Her? Uh, her passenger also made it out. So there's two of them, and neither one of them were like, hey, we're driving into the ocean. That's amazing. Here's audio from uh, a bystander's phone video. Are you sure that wasn't supposed to happen? It's sinking. 
Hurry, guys. Hurry. It's final. Oh, my God. Everybody's out. Everybody's out. So they were on their way to a tour, and they ended up driving their Dodge Caravan into the small boat harbor. I think they must have just taken their eyes off the road for a second, one witness said. Wow. Yeah, you'd think you'd believe your own eyes. You wouldn't. like. Well, well she said to drive forward. I guess that's where I got to go. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was just sitting there trying to seek shelter from the rain, and the next thing I saw a car drive directly I, past our boat straight into the harbor at a pretty decent speed. I think they're blaming the GPS for their stupidity because they're just stupid. I don't know. They were buckled into their, their what a, seats. Right. Uh, the smiling driver seemed befuddled but not particularly alarmed by what was taking place. <laughs> recalculate, recalculate. Ocean recalculating. Uh, it took us a second to figure out what was going on because they didn't seem panic or have any sense of urgency to get out of the car. Yeah. What in the hell? Wow. Neither woman uh, sustained injuries. Uh, witnesses at the scene had to spring into gear to help the driver flee as the vehicle sank. Passenger escaped through the windows. Uh, the driver got out of the car and the water with the help of this uh, witness's husband. The vehicle was fully underwater by the time emergency crews arrived later. Was that? That's a rental, huh? You're not getting your deposit back for that. Yeah, check the Carfax on that one when you go to buy a used car. I, it's just uh, that I would take her license away. Where was she from? She it doesn't say. Uh, where she's she was a tourist. From. Yeah, yeah, she's a tourist. Good entertainment. If I was sitting at a bar eating some mozzi sticks, <laughs> right, I'd be like, like, "Holy crap! Is this happening? Is this like the? How many times a week does this happen? Why do they not put a barrier up? It's incredible." <laughs> I've been driving around Hawaii drinking Mai Tais all week. I'm so drunk. I don't know what an ocean is. What's wrong with you? I don't know. God. I just. It's painful, isn't what it? What a freaking Monday. So annoyed with everybody. We're just going to keep sorry. driving until we either drive into the ocean or drive off a cliff. It's, 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 it's science. Technology. Once you type in the address, you cannot it's almost like deviate from the GPS right. direction. It, it, it's like you're a pilot flying in clouds with your by instrument. Right. I mean, and you never look up. But they were going at a pretty good quest. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm confused. Unbelievable. You think the boats there would have given it away? It's like it. There the, were a lot of clues leading up to in driving the, into the ocean. We are in the wrong transportation <laughs> mode. And why is everything getting wet? We were just... <laughs> it's incredible. And I kind of like their laid-back attitude. They weren't even panicking. They were driving right. into the ocean. Right. Jesus. Well, yeah, they're they're yeah, they're yeah, just... They're trying not to... They're thinking of an excuse. I, GPS. Like, this is fine. Everything's fine. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we're surrounded by these people. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call the JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Telling Biatch off the air there for a minute we should go to this uh morning morning show improvement camp it's called uh what's it called how to be wacky in one day it's called 
morning show boot camp. Oh, Christ. I hope there's no exercising involved. I hope there's no push-ups. Dude. Here's a little class called, Why Can't You Assholes Act Normal? Well, she was kicked in the head by a horse. Literally, she owns a horse. Yeah, dude. I ate paint chips as a child. First of all, you have to pay to go to that. And then secondly... I think they would start us out on basics. Yeah, it's uh, well, we, we see we shouldn't uh, we should do our checkup our uh, checkup as a radio listener out there. What would you like to see us improve on? Hey, hey it's Fidelity Pallor coming at you on number nine hundred two WA three DFM the Sturge. Coming up next, we got some hot new tracks from Jimmy Let me. Would you like us to show up on time? <laughs> should we start with the basics? I don't want to jump. I don't want to jump into the deep end. Read something before you go on air with it. <laughs> Proofreading never went over that in broadcast school. Was never a thing. I'm like, I, I told the teacher, I'm like, I like to be surprised. I like to have that instant reaction that you, the listener, has. Right. So when you tell me a lady is looking at her GPS and drives into the ocean, I have the same reaction you had the first time you right. saw it. But mine was genuine. Yes. My reaction was genuine. Right. Like, get these assholes off the road. It would be kind of fun to go and sabotage morning show boots. Oh, here we go. I'm going to save you the 1500 bucks. We're going to do it right now. Okay. What would you like to see us improve on? This is like a live comment card right. section. Right, right. Yeah. and we'll work on it uh, until 830. Mm. We'll listen, consider it. Listen, give, <laughs> give us a half an hour to get a plan together. <laughs> Too strong on the verbiage there. It's Monday. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. He's going radio. Perfect. He's going radio silent. Perfect. That's okay. that's how we could improve. No, just be silent. It's a, good th- it's a, it's a one man protest against this morning show. They're not going <laughs> to yeah. talk. It's not going to say anything. Perfect. I am I am I am taping my mouth shut until you two improve. I'm not speaking to you. Okay, fine. All, All right. right. Uh, could you stop being creepy for just a minute? Now, you go to Nashville quite a bit. Love it. I really do. Yeah. Consider myself a bit of a uh, uh, an old cowpoke. <laughs> do you? Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, do you stay downtown usually? Or? Uh, well, well, we did the radio thing. We were at, uh, was that the Radisson? I think so. Uh, and then last time I was there, we stayed na- across the street from the Bridgestone. It was that high rise there. We were there for a radio thing. Yeah, That was fantastic. All right, uh, the Hilton Hotel in downtown Nashville, you can get your toes sucked for free. Oh. I mean, it's without consent, but hey, it's a perk. 52-year-old man named David Neal was arrested and charged with aggravated burglary and assault after he reportedly entered a guest room at the Hilton Hotel downtown Nashville. That's fancy. 5 a.m. and sucked on a guy's toes. Mm. The guest woke up. Imagine waking up to suckling noises and realizing it was your toes. (laughs) Right. Confronted David and called police. He recognized Duder as an employee because he'd previously come to his room to fix his TV and probably was scoping out his sexy-ass feet. Right. Turns out David is, or I guess was, the night manager of the hotel. Perfect. For the record, David denies doing any foot stuff. He's like, yes, I entered the room, but I did it because I smelled smoke and I wanted to check on the guest. Mm -hmm. 
his feet was on fire and I put it out with my mouth. Um, so apparently no one else in the hotel that worked for the hotel smelled any smoke. So they're like, yeah, whatever, David. You ever had your toes sucked? Oh, wow. <clears throat> yes. Not a fan. Uh, <clears throat> I haven't been on a receiving end, but I think I did it. I think I did it once. Did Greg like it? Well, yeah. I mean, we were at a radio convention in Dallas together. We were yeah. we were running we were running around snapping each other with bath towels. Why the not? locker room scene at <laughs> like, Top Gun. Locker room talk, just strictly locker room talk. Locker room toe sucking. It's all it is. Doesn't count. Two guys can keep a secret. Doesn't count. No, that's you're gross. You're effing gross, dude. No, I have sucked my wife's toe. Yeah, so yes. have I. I, uh, I, uh, so did most of all. Uh, well, I better not. Oh. Say the Mallards baseball team, but we won't go there. Uh, the uh, the toe sucking, it's kind of just a fun little prank to pull. Yeah. But, Some uh, people are super into it. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I would be opposed to it, I guess. It's I, weird. I'd rather have a good foot rub. Oh, yeah. I'll take a foot rub. Um... The weird part, what I didn't like about it, well, I didn't really like the sensation. I don't like my feet being touched anyway. Right. So that was weird. But also because, like, the your face is far away from the other person's face. Yeah. So it doesn't feel intimate. It's like you're just watching them suck your toes, and you're like, that's weird. Like, if you're not into it, it's just weird. Well, especially if it's uh, a stranger. In the middle of the night Especially in your room. I mean, a, a little, little toe-sucking between strangers <laughs> in the night. Oh, they're not strangers That's, anymore. We call that the old Tennessee. How do you do? <laughs> Hello? Welcome to the old Hilton. Yeah, no. I, I I, guess I would let my wife do it if she was totally into it. I don't think she'd be into it. Right, yeah. But this is a good reminder to always put that lock over your door. For sure, on dude. your hotel room. For the little, little chain. And uh, I've had friends before. Uh, well, actually, it's not the chain; it's that flip-out metal plate, yeah, the, yeah, which is supposed to work pretty good. Totally. Well, it's it seems to be more secure than the two screws with the chain sure. screwed into the wall. It probably doesn't have a stud behind it. But you need the physical lock, not just the key one. Because and sometimes, like I've had friends that were staying in a hotel, and the front desk gave out a key card for their room. Yeah. And so, three in the morning, a random person coming go. in the room right. because they think it's their room. How terrifying is that? Right. But if you put that extra lock over, it saves everybody some problems. Yeah, here you just you get the mint on a pillow and a toe sucking. Yeah, that's, dude. That's uh, it's 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 sexual but horrifying at the same time. Yeah, and it's a dude's foot. It's a dude's foot. Yeah. So that's yikes. Hi. Check one two check. What? You need more nudity. That's what you need to improve on with the schmuck. Oh, oh, well, yeah. Well, that's is that for us? Who who's that for? I'll be there in a little bit. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Thanks. <laughs> You're dumb. Goodbye. Just bring the keep the tequila coming, pal. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, boy. Nashville. I guess. I mean, there's all kind of everybody's drunk. There. Well, he's like supposed all... to be the night manager. No, I get it. I understand it. I hope that was a hell of a toe because now you ain't got no job and you in jail. What if he just put like friggin' Lotrimin on his 
feet or whatever. See, I could see the uh, Hilton, where weirdly we stayed in Chicago this weekend. Uh, they do a fine job, I guess. But yeah, I could see that they charge for everything. I could see that showing up as an itemized item. Toe sucking yeah. $75. That Rick, uh, what's that cart we took? A Rick Rath cart, whatever it's called. Rick Shaw. Rick Shaw. 75 bucks. Really? From Soldier Field back to the Hilton. But she took the long way. She goes, you guys want to see some stuff? Yeah. Like, yeah, I was going to see somebody get killed. Was that with Tib? Do you tip for that? Uh, I don't know how that works. I don't know how the record company lady paid for it. Oh, I don't good. Know. But I heard her say 75 bucks. Yeah. I assume she put a, the girl was very happy with her tip. Good. But uh, How it's, fun. It's totally fun. How was the three-way so afterwards? We were like dodging traffic, and uh, there was some squealing and some moments of sheer terror. Yeah. But in Chicago, you got to just put it out there. Well, that's like, yeah, like driving in New York. It truly like, is. Yeah, you, you just got to be aggressive, even in a rickshaw. Claim your space. <laughs> you just get smushed. Hello? Yes, hi. Number one suggestion. Stop almost causing accidents. When D said the Greg toe-sucking, I almost went to Stop causing accidents. That is a frightening, frightening scenario. very long toes. Sorry about that. Okay. Don't drive into Lake Mendota. Keep it real. Keep it on the street. Okay, I'll try. I'll try. All right. Your assignment today is to suck a toe tonight and then give us a full report tomorrow. I want I want your reaction. I want the person's reaction. As terrifying as that might, yeah. may seem, you should try it. You yeah. should try it once. Oh, yeah. Everyone should give it a shot. I mean, you know my theory. Try everything nine times. And don't even tell them, like, give, like while you're down there doing a calf massage. See, I massage the whole leg. I go all the way to the end. Jesus. Oh, yeah. It's just a, that's a lot. Start at the shoulders, work my way down, get that butt rubbed. Yeah, yeah, get it in there. Is this like over the course of like five minutes or like ten seconds? Well, no, you have to apply the the lotion liberally. Jesus, you're just hanging out like a couple greased seals. That's amazing. <laughs> work your way down, <laughs> work your way, and and then before you get the lotion on the feet, just pop one in your mouth. Just see what happens. Yeah. Just try to get get a reaction. I mean, yeah. Make it weird. Everybody will probably have nightmares for the next. But that's all right. We're fine. But what if you're both really into it? <laughs> so, that's the next what, thing you discovered a kink. That's what I'm talking about. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke that skin wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Uh, hey, dude, Prince is going to have a stretch of Minnesota Highway named after him, which is rad. The seven-mile section of road travels past the beloved musician's former Paisley Park headquarters just outside of Minneapolis. Have you gone to Paisley Park? I have not. I wanted to go last time. We just ran out of time. So next time we go up to Minneapolis, which I can't remember what show we're going to, uh, we're definitely hitting it up. It's a requirement. Um, I so, hope the signs are purple. That'd be kind of fun. Well, you know, like when you go, so when you have your GPS on and you aren't driving right into the ocean, when you cross over state lines, you know, like a, a like a emoji character thing will pop up for each state. And when you so when you come into Wisconsin, it's like a dude with a cheese head on. When you go into Minnesota, Prince comes up. Oh, and it's super cute little That's Prince, badass. Yeah, little avatar thingy. 
Anyway, a portion of Minnesota State Highway 5, which cuts through the suburban areas of Eden Prairie and Chanhassen, going to be called Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway. Signs marking the road's name will display Prince's unique shade of purple. Yeah, I, I figured they weren't going to name it P-word control highway. Pussy control highway. Jeez, whiz. You You need to go to boot camp, learn how to freaking talk right. The boot camp where I get my toes sucked. <laughs> so confused. By the interns. <laughs> yeah, we get an intern in there. I love it. I love all things Prince. Me too. You know, the man, I feel like Prince was my uncle growing up. I feel like I haven't, I, I don't have a memory without Prince in it. My sister bought Little Red Corvette. We were still in school. So that was my first. Um, there was something. Oh, I got to find it. Just because I'm. Uh, I'll just keep reading. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Republican State Senator Julia Coleman. Oh. Coleman or Goldman? Goldman. <laughs> yeah, see, it was that uh, first record where he had his shirt off. It had to be I Want to Be Your Lover on it. So, we were early in the yeah. press. My sister was all over that. And then uh, 1999, which was, uh, I believe, a little, little red Corvette, wasn't it? Yeah, good stuff, man. Um, Prince's friends and family are to cover the construction costs of renaming the road. Um, and you know what? That's still one of those deaths that really it bothers me on any given day. It... Yeah, he was all. Uh, uh, what was his? What did he have in his system mostly? Fentanyl. The fentanyl killed him. He had them pain pills. But he was. Yeah, I was going to say it's more of like it was more of like a. a, a a pain yeah. problem with him. Right. Hips, bad hips, Tom Petty, mm-hmm. bad hips, you know, all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Then you can't sleep, then you're on something on top of that, you know, just down the tubes. That's that. And they found him in the elevator, I think. Yeah. Sad. Just the door. It'll never not be sad. Banging him in the head, yeah. opening and closing. Just it's this just... legendary person. Well, I was more impressed. First, I'm like, <laughs> who has an elevator in their house? It's mm. unbelievable. <laughs> but yeah, man, that guy. Wow, just just 1980, you know, Purple Rain. It's just so good for so long. Right. What a career. And just, I don't know, so genuine and so just he was totally himself. And what a little weirdo. Yeah, and by that I mean, you know, just his act. I mean, just his his whole his, his clothes. It wasn't just music. It's just his clothes, his attitude, mm-hmm. uh, how he nurtured bands. I mean, brought him in under his label. I mean, the guy just he did it all. Yeah, had his choice of babes, dated one or two babes. No oh, man, I bet it smells good up at up at the house. Yeah, I bet it smells like a like a like a. Cancun Resort. You think so? I see. I was thinking like lemongrass and patchouli, like Mm -hmm. hippies. Like it smells like clean hippies, expensive hippies. You know. There you go. Yeah. That candles burning. Yeah. How much is it to go through the thing? I'm not sure. I think part of it is free, um, but then like oh, the the, extended tour. Yeah. 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 For twenty bucks, see the elevator. They're at Kill Prince. Ugh. I hope it's not like that. That would make me very sad. Yeah, it just seems to be one of those things you have to do when you're in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. 
the mural. I'm I can't remember where the mural's at. I'm sure someone will remind me, but that's it's beautiful. I don't know. That's to like him and Tom Petty and Chris Cornell are the three mm-hmm. that really mess with me. Michael Jackson didn't. Ro- oh, yeah. Sorry. Wade Robson's eight year old butthole, dude. I will not shed a tear for that's Michael all you, Jackson. That's all you have to say to me? That's it. Well, that's a hell of a thing to say to me at eight. <laughs> I haven't even had breakfast yet, and you're throwing the butthole at me. Jesus. Uh, Wow. All right. uh, That's JJO News. Stay fresh, cheese bags. A little uh, historical perspective at a time. Just don't throw, (laughs) just don't go right to the butthole. (laughs) Hi. How's it going? Hello. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Did you you ever see the clip of uh, Prince when he was on the schoolyard, you know, as a kid? If you haven't seen oh, that, dude, it up. I th- was he was he playing or dancing or something? I remember that. No, he's just like he's like nine, ten years yeah, old. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like you I can have see it. I saw it. About him. Yeah, you oh, could tell. It's awesome. Yeah, you could tell the the well, there was destiny right there when he was ten years old. Right. I have it if right. you want me to play it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, dude. Right. So this where, is in 1970. He's 11. PC2. All right, hit me. Are most of the kids in favor of the picketing? Yep. How come? Um, I think they should get a better education too, cause, um, and I think they should get some more money, cause they work be working extra hours for us and all that stuff. Now, Prince, what are your first impressions of Sheridan, Wyoming? Purple. <laughs> <laughs> this is really nice. Could you have picked a better place? Huh? Could you have imagined it? Uh, excuse me. He just runs into the crowd. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be like seeing a spaceship in, in Sheridan, seeing Prince right. walking down the street. I assume he was there for a show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds. I, I don't. People, God, I just. People I know love Prince. Oh, yeah. I, I don't hear a lot of haters for mm. Prince. So Chad, our friend from Roadside that does the veterans fundraiser out there, said that Paisley Park is someplace you need to visit. Oh, really? Yep. Definitely take the tour. I for sure will. Yeah. I just, like, and especially at that time, I did not know, like, emotionally how I was going to react being there either. So I don't know. I feel like that's something I need to prepare myself. (laughs) Do a little meditation before. I don't know. It might. I, I definitely can't go during a period week, or I'm just gonna cry the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> For Christ's sake. Um, yeah, he he. he uh, uh, you know, you can look up all the songs he wrote for other artists. You can look up. He played all the instruments, did his own thing, mm-hmm. albums with just him on it. I think he was 17 when he put his first record. 16 or 17 when he put his first record out, and uh, you know did. His own backup vocal. I mean, he just unbelievable. Probably one of the top five guitarists of all time. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But I mean, and who, talk about like who, who embodying worked? that X factor, right, right? 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 Like he just had that charisma. Anywho, anywho, rest in pepperonis. Good morning. Yeah, one of the first tapes that I owned was Prince, and it was one of the dirtiest tapes that I've ever listened to. I don't remember the name of the song. Right. But 
you know, that's that's really what got me into Prince was was that first tape that I listened yeah, to. Yeah, no stranger to controversy, that's for sure. Yeah. And, uh, well, Dirty Mind, uh, I'm trying to think what was the... Well, <laughs> Uh, it, it almost sounded like people having sex on the tape. I think, I mean, yeah, even, it, was. it was really raunchy. I, I, I think there was I think a, it was called like Taxi Cab Driver or something. I, no, it was, ta- it was called Head. I think it was just Head. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what you think. Oh, my. Um, good news. Rage Against the Machine, huh? Nominated and got put into the Rock and Roll yeah, Hall of Fame. Yeah, buddy. Bravo, yeah. bravo, 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 hey, And that uh, that road that they're naming after him, God bless him, but does that lead to a pharmacy? Oh, I hope not, dude. God damn. I'm joking. Love God you guys. Damn. Keep it up. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, wait, wrong guy. Wow. And I... then uh, Sugar Walls. Uh, yeah, I, I think I learned a lot about sex listening to Prince, that early Prince stuff. Yeah, it was all dirty. I'm reading the lyrics, and I, I mean, he just my took, cheeks are getting I can't. Hot. I don't even think you can say the names of some of those songs on the air. I can't read these like, lyrics, like, I can tell you that like much. Like, J, you off? I mean, yeah, you can't even say it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd say it to you off the air, that would be awkward. <laughs> Go back to you and me just reading Prince lyrics to each other. Like, getting a little hot in here. This is really weird. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.